Hey everybody, it's Dominic. I wanted just to take a moment to introduce you to the newest partner to the podcast, and that is StopboxUSA.com. StopboxUSA.com is a phenomenal site for you to go check out, especially if you own a firearm or you know someone who does. Uh, what is a stopbox? It, it's a portable, instant access handgun retention device that does not use any batteries and, uh, or electronics or you don't have to fumble around with external keys. And, and what it does is it helps you secure your firearm without sacrificing any accessibility when you need it most. And so if you have a firearm or maybe you know someone who does and it's getting to be Christmas time, go right now to StopboxUSA.com and check out the full line of firearm products. And make sure whenever you go to the checkout, put in the promo code GATHER, that's G-A-T-H-E-R, in the promo code spot to get an additional discount at stopboxusa.com. Enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? My name is Dominic Kendall, and you're listening to the Here's the Deal podcast. Uh, like always, I don't do this solo. I actually have a good friend who joins me uh, as my co-host. His name is Lucas Dale by Monte Chris. Luke, how are you, man? What's up, everybody? Doing good, brother. How are you? Wonderful. Um, it's, it feels like we're it's like deja vu. Um, and so, uh, peek behind the curtain. Luke may have taken some scripture out of context, ruined everything <laughs> last episode. So we, and then all of a sudden, the power went out because the Lord. Which- not a coincidence. Yeah, I think the Lord executed judgment. So, yep. um, and uh, you uh, ever uh, you ever met a demon before? Anybody had demons in them? Um, probably not that I'm aware of. Though they didn't announce themselves. Um, I had one one time. Uh, there was this lady who I was working at a homeless shelter thing, okay. feeding somebody, and um, she said, "Can I talk to you for a second? I said, "Sure." And I stood in front of the window because I wasn't going to go anywhere. Um, and, uh, she was an older lady and we stepped outside and she's smiling and she looked at me and she goes, we hate you. I went, <laughs> who's we like homeless people or the people I, that work there? Well, I thought it was homeless people. And, um, but she was one of the, the homeless people and I was like, okay. Women. And, and she said, we don't like the good in you. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> and I was like 16 going. What is this? And um, I've just only watched like the exorcism and all this kind of stuff, and I was so scared. Um, and it turned into this thing where I was like, "Oh my goodness!" At the age of like sixteen, I'm talking to someone who's not um, who's spiritually under some sort of demonic deal. And um, and I said, "Can I pray with you?" And she said, "No." And then she walked in the door. She walked in the door. Walked through the wall. No, I'm just pointing. No, she did not. No, but she did just walk inside, and uh, <laughs> it freaked me out. And, um, you know, spiritual things get me. But, I mean, th- that was probably that. I've been, in, I've been in other places where there's been a lot of spiritual darkness. And it's just kind of like in the midst of darkness and all those things. You're kind of yeah. just waiting with great hope that light's going to come in the midst of all that. And uh-huh. uh, you know what? That's kind of like Advent. That's a great uh, illustration, yes. Yeah. And so, uh, Advent, what in the world is it? Isn't that just another way for being of saying I'm bummed out? (laughs) I think the advent is actually an old wooden ship used around the Civil War era. (laughs) What is that from? That is from um, diversity. Uh, We need more diversity. I think it's from Anchorman, uh, which we've never watched before. (laughs) Um, 
hey, hey, uh, we need more diversity. Diversity. It's an old, old wooden ship. I believe it's a, used around the Civil War era. Um, oh, man. I don't even, I've never seen Rick, that show. guy with a trident. <laughs> Rick, you're going to need to lay low for hey, a while. Brick, Brick killed a guy with a trident. <laughs> yeah, I killed a guy with a trident. Uh, oh, and, uh, and they were waiting for some. Advent. Yeah. And so Advent. Advent of course. Comes from the Latin word Adventus, which means coming, arrival or coming. Yes, yep. yep. And uh, a season of waiting for the arrival of something. Better yet, someone. Yeah, and uh, there's you know Advent. Uh, I, I've looked in, um, I've looked in, and, and and we've preached on this before. And Advent in a sentence is. Um, Advent is a season celebrated by Christians as a time of waiting for and anticipating the celebration of Jesus' birth as well as his second coming. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And that's so, good. I think our one-liner when we went through this last year is this. Advent is remembering the first coming of Christ, his incarnation, as we wait for the second. Jesus has come, and he will come again. So, uh, that's a great definition, and I love that. And I think um, one of the things that's really important to understand, if you look at that means the entire Old Testament is people looking forward to the coming of Christ, and then the New Testament is us looking to the second coming of Christ. We are a waiting people. Yes. Yes, I love this quote by Bonhoeffer. He says, uh, Dietrich, the, cel- the celebration of Advent is possible only to those who are troubled in soul, who know themselves to be poor and imperfect, and who look forward to something greater to come. I love that. That's really good. Um, Advent is something found on the liturgical church calendar, right? Yes, which we as Baptist, uh, modern Baptist anyway, do not generally follow or even know about. Some people do. You did that at the village, right? Yeah, yeah, that's actually where I learned about it uh, primarily was they celebrated uh, portions of it at the village, uh, like Advent and Lent. uh, Epiphany. Epiphany. There may have been others, but, I mean, it was just, you know, pick and choose a few things here and there. Yeah. Um, I grew up Catholic, so we we had a lot of of these things. What? Did you really grow up Catholic? Yeah. Yeah, I was born uh, and raised in the Catholic Church. Grow up like you went there a few times as a child, or I or mean, like up until I was eight years old, and we moved to the Baptist Church because we were scared of everybody. <laughs> That's fair. That's a stark contrast. Yeah, I was a cow in the Christmas play, and listen, I had I wasn't an altar boy yet. I was close, and um, I I remember taking uh, being able to walk down. I was a cow and stuff, and I remember communion. I wasn't able to take it yet, but I remember the Catholic Church, hands down, best donuts ever at the end of the service. <laughs> they got some great buildings, too. Not this one. Uh, no offense to Holy Cross and Pigeon Forge. Um, now, I'll tell you right now, right smack dab, almost same parking lot, Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, so it was great. But uh, we, we, we celebrated a lot of these things in uh, the Catholic Church as well uh, when it came to Advent. Um, and so Advent... You know, Luke, when it comes to that, scripture-wise, we got anything on that, or are we just making all that stuff up? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's see here. We got a few things. I mean, it's all throughout scripture, just the waiting and the anticipation. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I would say, you know, the 
the prophecy of his first coming would, of course, be, you know, the classic Christmas verses yeah. like Isaiah uh, chapter nine. For a child will be born to us. A son will be given to us uh, and the government will rest on his shoulders. Wonderful counselor, mighty God, eternal father, prince of peace. Uh, all of those throughout Isaiah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've got 17 verses. Yeah, I mean, there, there's really, I don't know if there's any one. That, no, there's, there's a lot. I mean, yeah. you think of Genesis. You think of Genesis when they say, hey, listen, someday uh, the seed of the woman is going to come. There's this, from that moment when sin fall, when, when we fall because of sin and we look forward to um, someone who's going to come, who's going to crush the head of the serpent, yes. that's, this, that's when Advent begins. That's when we begin waiting. Yes. And so, yeah, it's the contrast to the Christmas season of so much joy. I'm not saying there's not joy in Advent, but it's much more of a somber season uh, than we normally celebrate just in the 25 days leading up to Christmas generally. Yeah. And, you know, it's way different when you, when you take and you think on Advent, it changes when you think of what Advent is and you maybe celebrate that or are just aware of what you're doing. I think it changes the way Christmas is even handled by yeah, people. Sure. Um, it's less about the Grinch, which um, a group of students, I was standing there talking to them and I put my hands on my hips and I stand kind of slightly effeminately. <laughs> got the belly a little bit. And, and somebody went, oh my gosh, you look just like the Grinch. <laughs> and I went, not Thor. No, like maybe the old Thor. I was like, mother. Oh. Uh, and those, and then I, when he gets all big. And- yeah, that's what they said. They're like, yeah, the Thor in the recent movies. I was like, yeah, thanks, man. And I was like, so the Grinch, huh? They go, yeah, if you were green. I was like, yeah. Got the hairy fingers. And hairy entire body. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I could just wear a loincloth like he did. Four o'clock, jazzercise. Five o'clock, dinner with me. I can't cancel that again. Um, and uh, the only person I've ever heard that called me and tells me I look like the Grinch is my entire family. And so, anyways, uh, Advent really takes the place of the commercialization of of the Christmas season and can really bring light to an exceptionally dark season. Um, yeah. Like, can you know, because it's all about money and things, and yet we're waiting. And uh, hey, just side note, we don't have to wait for anything anymore. I know. I mean, that whole entire season just goes against, um, like, just totally goes against our common stuff. I don't wait for anything at all, ever. That's why it's rarely celebrated. I mean, it's hard to wait. It's hard to exalt in something so ordinary and slow and to be patient. Um it's hard to be in a season of anticipation and remembrance because there's no such thing as anticipation anymore. Yeah. When we want it, we get it. Yeah. We search, we find it. And like, I, I rem- even like in my own self, if I drive by a drive through and it's more than two cars, like I won't go in because like, I can't wait that long. I can't wait 10 minutes to get something from a drive through. I, I watch things. I, I mean, we were watching Disney Plus and watching Disney Plus and there was a movie on there that like a month later would have been free, included with our Disney Plus. We paid thirty dollars to watch it early. <laughs> I mean it's ridiculous. Why couldn't I wait for that? And so this whole idea of advent and waiting totally goes against. Yep, 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 yep. And so um 
And so you have Advent, you have what it is, um, you find scriptures all over that would speak and just exude the coming of Christ the first time. But also we see even Jesus himself, that he would rise up in the book of Acts, and they would be stand there looking up, just gazing up. And the angel goes, hey, bro, listen, go go about his business because he's going to be coming back the same way that you saw him leave. Yeah. And from that moment, we've been waiting for the mm-hmm. Son of Man to come again. And so Advent's not just something to celebrate past tense. It's also something we celebrate looking forward. Yeah, really the first two Sundays uh, in the four Sundays of Advent are uh, meant to celebrate Christ's second coming, Christ's return. Uh, And then the next two, of course, we lead up until Christmas Day and we celebrate uh, his birth and his incarnation, uh, which is also cool because of the uh, December solstice. Are you familiar with this? December solstice. Isn't that a, a TikTok dance? No, it's so it's the darkest day of the year. That's when you can stand an egg on its head, like CJ Craig said. I think that's the is that no, that it's the darkest day of the year. So it's like from this day forward, which it generally falls around the 25th, I believe. I may be wrong in this, but from this day forward, it's only getting brighter. So it's that's why it's coinciding with Advent, partially because the light has come. It's worshipped uh, alongside the December solstice. I mean, listen, even if that's not true, that's awesome. It um, sounds good, though, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds... I'll preach, um, and nobody's going to fact-check you. Um, uh, sure. That's great. Um, I love I love the idea of... Um, when Tuesday, it comes, December 21st is the solstice for this year. Knew it. I put that on my calendar. Um, and And... Because we had to re-record this, nobody knows that uh, when Advent starts this year, technically. It technically starts on November 28th. Um, November, yes, it is the darkest day of the year in the northern northern hemisphere. In the southern hemisphere, it is the longest day of the year. No, wait. That's the summer solstice. But the winter is the darkest day of the year. So that was correct. <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't understand northern and southern hemisphere. The earth is completely flat. <laughs> it's just one plain thing. It's like Asgard. That's what we live on. Anyways, um, so now we've talked about what Advent is, where it comes from in the scripture, and uh, why do people not celebrate it very much? Uh, because I think it's more of a liturgical thing. And when, well, when I say, when we say people don't celebrate it very much, I would just say that that's probably the people that we know don't celebrate it very much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, not in the Baptist world. Is it celebrated very often? Cause we don't follow the liturgical calendar or the lectionary year. So, and it would be difficult. I think right now, I mean, and it's one of those things of like, I, I like when I learned about this, I wanted everybody in the world to celebrate it right then and there. Yeah. But it's 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 kind of um, if you don't know that if, that if that's not your tradition, it's kind of hard to go. Wait, what? There's how long? Who, no one ever told me about this. <laughs> There's and, another calendar. Yeah, and so wait, is my birthday on a calendar? And so <laughs> how old am I? Who am I? And so I think I think for us to look through and 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 maybe sprinkle this in is a really good thing. Now it's not a legalistic thing. If you don't celebrate. Um, Advent, you're not like a terrible person. No, no. I would say Advent is very similar to Sabbath. Uh, you don't do it as an as a uh, end in itself. It's just a means 
uh, it wished to reorient our hearts around worship yeah. uh, for a certain time period or season. And I think for us, man, what a better thing to use nowadays in the midst of everything to reorient our hearts. Because Christmas is hard, man. I mean, I've not thought about Advent once right now. Like I've not like I we normally get prepared for it. When this next month, we'll try to get prepared and and try to you know if. I guarantee our advent journals are somewhere on a shipping container, uh, yeah. but uh, we'll get we'll get prepared and we'll spend some time doing it and we'll spend. But right now, like it's okay. We're going to travel here this time. We're going to do this this time, and so it's helpful to have things like this, seasons like this. Then, in the midst of life, you're able to kind of focus in and um, and do some stuff. And so we didn't do it. I mean, we I had no idea what it was. I never heard of it. I didn't know. I mean, I, maybe I was sheltered. I had no earthly idea what it was until a few uh-huh. years ago, and um, and uh, but now me and my family celebrate it, and um, and you celebrate too, right? Yeah, yeah. I just do it by myself. Yeah, and um, that's just real sad. Um, and uh, I just picture it even a more conversation for some reason, <laughs> just crying, doing stuff. So uh, for your Advent stuff, what do you do? Uh, I just do the wreath and the candles. Explain that because nobody understands what that means. Uh, so one of the primary ways to celebrate Advent is with an Advent wreath, which is just, you know what a wreath is. And it is, yep. I'm not hanging on the door, but rather on a table. Uh, and then there's some Advent candles in there. And generally people celebrate this. I would say the most basic way to do it is, uh, to have four Advent candles in which it seems like everybody does them differently. Uh, like my four Advent candles represent, uh, hope, faith, joy, and peace. But some people do love. Uh, some people do other things. Actually, I take that back. I use five candles. Yeah. Uh, because I use the fifth one, the oh, white Christmas. candle, as the Christ candle. Yeah. Uh, like that birth- one. His birthday candle. <laughs> his birthday candle. It just it's just one of those one. That's candles. what I, hey, that's what I tell my kids. Um, and but we actually do the one with his his birthday. So this one's two thousand. Uh, it's very long. Yeah. I used to do that. <laughs> but no, you just light them uh, each of the one of the four Sundays uh, leading up to the end of Advent, which is the birth of Christ. Uh, so each Sunday I will wake up and have generally a, a contemplative prayer or a scripture passage to read. Yeah. And I will light whatever candle is for that day. And then each week I will light one more candle. Um, and it's just really a way to reorient my heart around uh, the promises of God for that day or for that week. Uh, and often I'll go back throughout whichever week it is and read the prayer, read the scripture over again, uh, pray specific prayers throughout the season. Uh, that's just something super simple. I bet it's even more um, even more special and sweet with a family. Uh, so so what do you guys do? Um, we have an Advent wreath, and we yeah. have uh, we have... Uh, the candles, and we have the five candles, and for us, that is, um, they do represent hope, joy, peace, and love, yeah. um, and w- there's so many great gifts out there. We we do, um, we have a, uh, so we'll do that on the Sundays, where mm-hmm. we'll get together, we'll light the candle, I'll read, um, I'll, I'll read a story, uh, from, normally from the Jesus Storybook Bible, mm-hmm. um, and we'll talk about hope. And we'll talk about joy and peace and love. We'll talk about those things, um, and we'll light those. And we we normally now because Sundays are kind of crazy for me. Sometimes yeah. we'll do them on those Fridays, and yeah. we'll make it a very special time with good. Like we'll get Chick Fil A that night. We'll we'll make it a special night, and then we'll watch a Christmas movie. Uh, <laughs> but um, 
one of the things we also incorporate in a season of waiting is something called a Joshua tree. Have you ever heard of that? I have, yeah. Um, where every um, every week there's an ornament. And you can buy a whole kit online. Um, yeah. And there's an ornament that goes onto the tree. So you've got these old flashcards. It has a picture of the ornament and a story. And our kids will go pick one out. Um, they'll yeah. just at random pick it out, get it. And then they'll go over to the box and go rifling through and find the ornament. And then they'll yeah. put it on the tree and then we'll sit around and we'll tell that story of what that ornament represents. And so it, for us, um, oh man, this is going to totally get me in trouble. And so we don't do Santa. I mean, that's a, I know like that's, I mean, we don't do Santa. Feel that from your kids, man. It was, I was 14 years old when I found out Santa wasn't real. I bet you don't like Harry Potter either. Dude, I cannot stay awake during those movies. I wish. <laughs> I like Lord of the Rings, though, because I'm a Christian. Um, and so, no, we, we, we do that. And so, you know, for us, I, I I love Christmas. I love it. And I just wanted, for us, I mean, I don't care if you do Santa. All right, kids know who Santa Claus is, because that's what they call him. And uh, they know who he is, and they know what he's done. And But, but we want to make sure that that's, what'd you say? That he died for our sins. <laughs> yeah, yeah like he was born on Christmas, him and Jesus. And um, and uh, he lives at the mall. And so I, my thing is, is that I, I wanted us, no joke, I don't care if you celebrate Santa, I think it's great. Um, and my kids get presents from Santa every year because my mom's like, nope, I don't care. <laughs> they are going to know Santa. And they are going to know him and know what how much he loves him. And, um, and that he sneaks into their house at night to put and apparently and as a female yeah <laughs> yes um and so um he uh but just us getting our kids oriented and just man just overwhelmingly looking forward to the birth of jesus yeah. is good for us and to not only talk about the birth of jesus but also also be able to explain to our kids in a very pivotal season of their lives that he came once Yes, but he's also going to come again. Um, yeah. I think is it's a unique time to be able to share that with our kids, and they love lighting the candles and the wreath, and we leave it on the middle of our table. It's just a, it's a good tradition that I mean, if you're a parent listening, doesn't do like it, it's not a big like a hoopla thing. Like it's really yeah. simple. I mean, it takes nothing but ordering some candles. Yeah, in scripture. But if they're on the shipping containers, yeah, that's true. And so, but the good thing is they'll last you for ten or twelve years because you. Only leave them lit for five or ten minutes. Yeah, until one of your kids get a whole lighter and you walk back in there and the whole table's covered and wax the <laughs> wreath's ruined. And so, um, so we we so you celebrate Advent like that. Um, yep. Are there any other ways, any other traditions that you know of anybody celebrating Advent? Um, I mean, Advent calendars are a big thing. Yep. Uh, basically, just a countdown until the birth of Christ. Any studies that you know of? Uh, I mean, it seems like every year somebody releases a new yeah. study. Uh, I know that Paul David Tripp has a good one. Paul David. Uh, Tripp Daddy. John released one last year, the year before. Uh, one of the things that I try to do every year, which I stole from JT English, is What's up, JT? read uh, Athanasius uh, on the Incarnation. Last year we did a, a book study group through it. Book club. Uh, yeah, book club. It's just really good. Um I mean, just a little thing. It's one of these, Advent's one of those things where, you know, we always, all you see flooded on Facebook each year around the Christmas season is remember the reason for the season, right? And yeah. I just think Advent is a super tangible, practical way to actually do that. 
Yeah. Uh, just put your mind and heart day in and day out, especially on Sundays, uh, back on the reason for the season. Yeah. Santa. Um, I think uh, one of the things that I've loved is the, the for you and your family to start this out would not be difficult. Or you just you by yourself would. Um, you've got uh, the the Bible app. It has yeah. studies on there. He reads. Yeah. yeah, he reads truth and she reads truth. They both 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 of them have apps, but also them both of them have really great studies that come with um, traditional meals. Like you can go and you can find recipes to traditional meals that uh, many would have eaten and celebrated during that time. You would uh, you have different things you can cook. I mean, we, we one time got one that said, "Hey, teach you know." Bake with your kids. Here's a recipe. Bake these cookies, and here's the story you tell as you walk through the cookies thing. I mean, there's so many things out there when it comes to Advent, and um, and so I think it's a I think it's a really easy win for your Christmas season. Yeah, that's really good. Um, any last things? Um, yeah. If you're still just wondering what in the world Advent is or what the purpose is, uh, I would say this quote from a pastor perfectly uh, sums it up. He's just talking about uh, what is the heart of the church in doing this, why you should celebrate this. He says this, uh, In this light, the Advent hymn, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, perfectly represents the church's cry during the Advent season. Uh, so my encouragement, uh, my five-second pitch to, hey, why should you, cel- why should you celebrate Advent? Uh, man, it just reorients your heart around uh, the first coming of Christ and the waiting for his return. Uh, in a season that can be super joyful for some with big families and uh, plenty of money and plenty of things to do. It's an awesome season. Uh, it brings you back to the reason for the season. And for those that Christmas or the holiday seasons are really hard, uh, man, it reorients you on he's coming back. Uh, he's coming back to make all things new. So I think Advent is one of the simplest and easiest ways uh, just to reorient your hearts on Christ throughout uh, seasons of our year. Yeah, that's good. Um, and, uh, if you're interested, we'll, we'll put some links down in the show notes that come with different, uh, Bible studies and different things that maybe we just find are useful. Maybe some articles that we think would be helpful for you guys as you are walking through these holiday seasons. Um, listen, if you're single or you're married or you've got kids, uh, you, uh, don't, don't get, uh, hypnotized by the season Uh, fight for your family and fight to remember uh, because presents will come and go Uh, but what jesus has done for us will endure forever so we're thankful for you guys we hope that you have uh, enjoyed this episode hopefully it's helpful for you Uh, make sure that you guys are taking time to like and subscribe and to share this Uh, it is helpful for our show getting noticed we're thankful for you guys and uh, thank you so much for listening to the here's the deal podcast 